Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. The best tea in the city. 35 minutes after 9. Good morning. How are you doing? You all right? You awake? <laughs> Don't worry. We'll hold it tomorrow, man. <laughs> Smile. Okay? Welcome to the show. I hope you had a great weekend. Now, we are in week three of hashtag Dunup Talks. Yes, week three. And today we're looking at a topic society struggles with. We're talking mental health. And mental health as a topic is broad. Dunup Talks, let's start here. Um, if you just listened today. Um, Dunup Talks, we do this every Monday. It's all about fueling constructive conversations between and about men. So, did you hear what I said? Constructive conversations between and about men. Our mental health topic today takes a, a specific focus. We're talking about the emotion called trauma. Okay? Um, it's a hidden emotion. And I call it hidden because men never ever talk about it. Nor do they confront or even deal with traumatic experiences. As simple as a heartbreak. A thing as simple as a heartbreak, men don't confront. So, as a man, when you got scared or shaken by an event, either be it a car crash or to being chastised by your boss in front of your colleagues, this is trauma. Well, you don't say anything uh, to your peers because once you do, ah, we are there for all we equal. The reality is most men have experienced some sort of trauma that they've chosen to suppress it for one reason or the other, or for one particular reason. It is not men-like to speak about it. You see, we didn't choose depression. We didn't choose any other. We just chose something as hidden as trauma. Hey, a car accident can leave you rattled. Do you even go and say, you know, I need to seek counseling? Because every time now I'm a panic mechanic. We don't. Trauma is real. Any kind of shock to your emotions changes your perception of reality. It even changes you. As a man, have you ever been for trauma counseling? Say after a, a, a car accident. Even after a heartbreak or losing a loved one or a hijacking. Why didn't you? Why didn't you go for counseling? Looking at the man in your life, sister girl, do you think they suffer from trauma? Hashtag dot speak up as we sip the best tea in the city. It is the best tea in the city, all right? Oh, yeah. They say look to the child to understand the adult. I mean, you had a bad fall as a boy. Yeah, as in wow, poop, pants. You ran to your mom. For what? For comfort. Instead, she smacked you for being so careless. Since then, your sense of adventure died. To this day, you are even afraid of heights. Forget the Orlando Towers bungee jumping. Forget it. baby. Let's be adventurous. And you can't even go to that emotion because why? You caught your lover. Adversity in bed 
with a friend. This not only broke your heart, but it also broke your trust. To this day, you trust no one. You don't even trust your friends to even give you your woman a hug. You never dealt with it. That's what trauma does. It turns you not only into an island, you are now overprotective of yourself and those around you. Actually, it stops you from living your full life. What kind of life it is uh, would you really lead? Uh, trusting no one? Risking nothing? No sense of adventure? And when you look at it, it's just trauma. Yes, it's real. And every other, uh, actually it is, you need to consult every other episode where you experience trauma, regardless of how small it is. And you may think it's because it's a distant family, you don't have to. Hey, hey you must. You must. Um, Solfu D-R-A-T, I attend and I did attend trauma counseling after losing my sister-in-law and her two boys uh, in December in a car accident. Sister-in-law. It's a touchy one, T, but those sessions, they do help. Would you say the same thing, Prawam? Hmm? Have you ever been to trauma counseling? After Ilea made you tampil? Yeah? Or a car accident? Or losing it time alaku? Have you? Why didn't you go? Sister, your man, the man in your life. Do you think they're going through trauma and it's kind of buried somewhere? I'm going to give you three teaspoons of science of trauma in your man. Daughter, speak up. Three, three teaspoons. Here are the three teaspoons on daughter, speak up. One, trauma builds up anger. Because anger is one of the easiest emotions for men to express. And unfortunately, as much as society thinks, I'm a daughter In most cases, the anger expressed by men is often a mask. For many other emotions, they struggle to express or they struggled to deal with. So what you may see as anger may just be trauma speaking or acting out. If trauma wasn't dealt with, it will grow into anger. Two, trauma creates difficulties with what? With disclosure. Most men struggle with disclosing their trauma due to toxic socialization. For example, being a victim doesn't fit well into the character of what society sees as a man. Now because of this, there's a lot of shame, mainly internally, attached to men speaking up about traumatic experiences. Let me tell you what. This difficulty to disclose how you feel as a man leads to frustration. And frustration, back to the first teaspoon. The last teaspoon and the three teaspoon uh, on uh, daughter, speak up. There's no room to reflect. Because talking about traumatic experiences is not romantic. She wants a prince charming. And trust me, the traumatic man will ride that horse even when he's not feeling heroic. It takes a discerning ear and a caring heart from his partner to encourage him to confront his past demons in order to deal with the baggage. Partners are the best people 
to cultivate a room for reflection. Oh yeah. Don't speak up. Unet from Wales. Girls, uh, we're talking about the hidden emotion called trauma and what it does in changing the personality of a good man. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it was never dealt with quite early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. An example that I always give, and I think I've gave this to you earlier on yes. uh, in, in, with other topics. The minute my wife gets sick, I lose control mm-hmm. because it takes me back to my mom mm-hmm. because she was the center of my universe. And when mm-hmm. she got sick, I lost it. I was defenseless. I was helpless. Mm-hmm. So I didn't go for trauma, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I started seeing that I'm being unfair on her Mm. You know what I mean? So how I dealt with it was to inform her where my this stems from this comes from. Mm. And even then she still went, Oh, now um she tries to hide being sick. I know. Like, no, 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 don't yeah. do that. No. Sure. Empower yeah. me. Yeah. I'm not feeling well. Mm. And this is what you may do to help. Mm. Then I'm empowered. Because as a son, when my mom's sick, I when my mom fell sick, I ran. Mm. Even going to the hospital was a difficult thing because to see her like that was like I couldn't connect the two. Yeah. My hero, you are there, helpless. Mm. How is the how how is this going to be? And how can that be? Mm. So trauma is real. Mm. I don't know if there's a man around you that you've seen this manifest itself. Mm. I have. I've got a cousin who um lost um the mom when they were very young. I think he was about twelve when the mom passed away mm. and i found that even in relationships he just doesn't want to be bothered about relationships he'll get into a relationship but the breakup you know he does he never wants to talk about the breakup and every time i'm like are you okay he's like well, why should i be bothered this is just another woman if i lost my mom oh, at 12 yeah. why should i still be stuck on people so yeah. that in its own for me says it's trauma because oh. he never got to deal with that you know oh, yeah. he'll be excited but then when things go wrong and he actually wants to be the one leaving the person before the person leaves them yeah, that's yeah. it that's yeah. trauma right yeah. there I also, yeah, I also have a relative, a cousin of mine who he doesn't want to talk um, about sort of the trauma that he felt that he also faced with his mother. Mm. And so I've kind of felt like I've learned to be more patient around him because he doesn't want to like speak. You can tell that something is going through, like he's going through something mm. and you obviously you want to help. Um, but with him, he's always like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Mm. Which you can see he's not fine because yeah. he's not acting normally. But yeah. I've learned to be patient around him. Oh yeah. Because that's the thing about it. You need to have a caring heart, a descending ear mm. to mm. make him feel comfortable to speak. But he always tries to be so busy. Like he's that guy. Yeah. He's, he'll find anything and everything to keep his mind out mm. of, you yeah. know. So when you get to deal with him, yes, he'll say, but he'll, but you know, get life. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I'll yeah. be okay. Sure. The mother. Mm. Mm? So deep. Follow at City. All right, let's do this. Uh, Analyst Swan is joining me on the line. Anela, good morning to you and welcome, man. Good morning to you. Say, how are you? I am fabulous. Now, we're talking about the hidden emotion called trauma. Are we, are we even right to call yes. it hidden? Um, it depends on what you mean by say hidden. 
because other traumas are visible and other traumas are invisible. Mm. And what do I mean by that? Visible traumas would be those ones that we know that could have been due to accidents that we've mentioned, oh, yeah. that could have been due to a lot of other variant reasons that are quite obvious. And those hidden ones could be those ones that are unspoken about mm. or situations where one was right when he or she was young or those ones that we cannot actually see, but you see how they play out in one's life later or they manifest in different aspects of their life. And now, do we treat both hidden and the obvious the same way? Because it looks like when it comes to trauma, depression and so on, counseling seems to be the solution. Is that a solution that works for all? For both ends, it's a solution that works because trauma is trauma. Mm. We cannot say this hidden trauma cannot be treated um, with the same level of psychological intervention. All traumatic experiences are needed to be within a psychological paradigm or within a psychological therapy that works for that particular trauma. And now, you, you, you have men who will tell you i don't want to go to counseling because i know they're going to ask me to do this they're going to ask me these questions so that's his defense mechanism but what do we say to that <laughs> it's, again the reason why men act in that particular way is the script of what we use um mm. for what it means to be a man and what it means to be a man meaning that you need to hide your level of vulnerability you need to hide your your weakness and forgetting that any traumatic experience does not equate to a, a situation where if you cannot manage it, mm-hmm. it means that you are weak. For instance, if one is involved in a traumatic experience or probably you were hijacked, um, chances are you would get a psychological emotional response mm-hmm. that would need you to see someone who's quite trained. So I do not see how um, weakness in that aspect checked out. However, generally people would not want to come to therapy because of the assumptions and misconceptions that are located within having to see a therapist, which means that you're weak. But with any traumatic event, it goes far beyond the weakness, but it requires one to address that in therapy. And the therapist will then help you on how to manage the triggers, on how to manage those significant spotlight and moments where that traumatic experience hits up, the therapist will be able to help you on how to, to manage those kind of emotional demands that are as a result of that traumatic experience. I'm talking to Anneli Siswana as we're talking about trauma. But Anneli, now, um, he has a partner who is obviously worried about him and he can, she can see or he can see that something has changed after a particular trauma happened. Um, he clearly is very, what's the word, you know, uh, set on not going for therapy. How do we empower the partner? How to empower a partner? Uh, again, trauma, it, 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 it does not only affect the person who is um, affected. It affects those ones who are around the person mm. who has been traumatized. So in the case of one who has been opposed to um, hijacking or robbery, yes, it's an individual personal experience, but how it manifests, it affects everyone who's around. So it means that we cannot only work on the individual alone, we need to involve parties that are involved mm. in, the, in the aspect of that last person. So a partner needs to be empowered, what basically we call um, psychoeducation. 
Okay. Psychoeducation means helping the other person understand the basic tenets of what is trauma and what is not trauma. Mm-hmm. And just understand that not every person would develop what we call post-traumatic stress disorder yeah. or what we call PTSD. Um, we may have an acute stress response as a result of a reaction because in its natural state, trauma is a reaction to an abnormal situation that yes. your mind and the body system is not used to. And so we need to understand that not everyone could automatically go to the stage of full-blown post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm. So we need to understand at what stage is this person at before it actually intervenes. The basis of it all is that you can see a doctor, you can see a psychiatrist to help you with the physiological responses of that. But in the way of how to manage the psychological understanding of how this trauma works out, you do need to help people with the basic understanding of what is trauma, how you treat it and how you manage it, and how do you help the person um, or those ones who are around to manage and understand what is it that we need to do when a particular trigger comes up? What is it that we need to do when an emotional reaction of this particular nature comes up? So there's a lot of partnership and helping those around to be sensitized around what trauma is and what trauma is not. And probably being able to understand that the language in what we use in certain could become a trigger of that particular traumatic experience. So how we teach people and how we talk about trauma also needs a factor um, in terms of understanding and helping those who are around on how to support this person who's been traumatized. This is the clinical psychologist, uh, Analysis Swana. Thank you so much for spending time and sharing some of the nuggets regarding dealing with trauma. Take the last sip. Call 086-00-00-959. Oh, yes. Uh, Anele, I was just talking to him. He's, yeah, yeah, he made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the challenges of uh, traffic in Johannesburg, Great. right? But I'm glad you made it. Welcome. Um, trauma is real. That's what you're saying. That's what exactly what you're saying. Any kind of shock to your emotions changes you and your perception of reality in fact so um, as a man have you ever been for trauma counseling be it after a car accident or losing a loved one or even after a heartbreak <laughs> we take that lightly and it's like ah it caused trauma uh, uh, trauma all right uh, my question is why didn't you why don't you uh, go there now um and second of all is the man in your life sister girl do you see traces of trauma in how he relates to you? Call me. Oh, it's six double zero double zero ninety five nine. Before we take your call, and as we were talking just before the break, can a heartbreak cause trauma? Oh, definitely. Why? <laughs> Remember, I always say to people, emotions have no gender. We are all oh yeah naturally made to feel. I think you need to repeat that so that we can <laughs> sink in emotions don't have gender or sexual orientation oh yeah those are human emotions that automatically you would feel for anything that feels otherwise or that is supposedly to go through the heart Mm. um it will hit deeply Mm. but it it depends on the nature of how then are we engineered to respond to that kind of pain that Uh we feel and engineered meaning socialization socialized like social um, scripts that determine that tibas must act in this particular way because it's a man and so when a heartbreak comes is that you must take it like a man we're forgetting that this is a man who has a heart a human Um, it's a human being which then responds in that way quite interestingly yesterday i was watching my perfect wedding yeah and um one of the grooms he kept on saying 
Nandi, but I can't express this. I can't cry in the window, Daikal. And yes. I, I said to oh. myself, if this man is experiencing this kind of feeling, which is supposedly good, has good. no any implications of negativity. And those tears are tears of joy. Of joy. If you can't express that to what extent you would be a man and stick it in when it's bad. Oh, so when yeah. something is pleasurable, we can't express That's that it. emotion because of what how, more when it's what bad. More when it's bad. So head and heart breaks. Even when someone says "ang sakfuni" or "we're done," Ooh. it's it's a form of rejection. It's a form of abandonment. Yeah, yeah. And remember, this some other people is they have early imprints of these traumatic experiences. That when someone I don't want you or I don't want to do this with you, the psychological interpretation immediately becomes rejection. Yes. So it may not necessarily about this person saying hmm. but it's an unresolved traumatic experience that rises from a psychological pain that was But are we going to then it. consult it's, every moment? Definitely we have to. For as long as you understand, I call those moments hot spots. When you know that when someone does this or says this, especially in the context of a romantic relationship, yeah. there are a lot of hot spots. And unfortunately, mm. most men would not come out. And yeah. There's something I've noticed again with the question that you asked, why is it the case? Men are scared to face vulnerability. Mm. And vulnerability is inevitable aspect of life that no one, again, no gender, no sexual orientation can run away from vulnerability. Oh, yeah. In fact, vulnerability exposes our true nature of who we are as individuals, which extends far beyond than what it means to be a man or to be uh, Exactly. Anonymous, good day. Sorry. Ukraine. Wow, anonymous. every day. And how about how about that? No, because of now you're having a problem, eh? And it's creating trauma. It's causing trauma. <laughs> it created trauma to me. What I happened? What happened? Uh, I got cheated mm. uh, by I, I busted her with my friend. Mm. We were from a pub and then my friend taught me and then she went to Ayubaraka Media got three months. And and the guard told me that no, something is not right. When I went there, I found them in the car, they were about to have sex. Mm. So I I, I I forgave her but she recently cheated again. Yeah. So now I realize that no man, I'm 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 suffering now. I really need help, and I told her that you know from now on I think I'm destroyed. I need counseling or something. I haven't been into that. I don't know where to do, where to go, where to do. But I think it's true. We don't talk, mm. and we kill women, and we do all this nonsense. Mm-hmm. But I think I just realized that I need help. Do you need it? I need help. Anonymous, to yes. respond to what you said, Butwem, um, I'm, 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 I have, I'm happy that you acknowledge that you are hurt. But I want to relieve you to say, yes, the act is hurting, but don't take what is not yours. What do I mean by that? Your girlfriend cheating has nothing to do about you or to question Guti. Am I of a good enough man? Mm. Because it's out of her own will and out of her own choice to to cheat. So if one does that, it's not a reflection of 
there's something missing about me or about yeah. my manhood. So as I'm saying, you must be able to separate what is hers and what is yours. And what you are saying is, as much as I acknowledge the difficulty of coming out of this, but I can take um, courage of saying I can leave this relationship knowing there's nothing that I did or there's nothing that is of short that I could have done better. Whether you can be a good man, if one's pattern is a pathological cheater, they will cheat despite any kind of means oh, that yeah. you would do, whether you're a good man or a bad man. But as for your other friend, it actually shows you Uti, what kind of friends you need to have or to keep in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Noni. I wish I had more time to deal with this case, but please do uh, seek uh, uh, for more intervention so that you can deal with it deeply. Obs. Hello, Aubrey. Hello, how's it? I'm good, man. Welcome. Hi, number one. Are you speaking up? Yeah, my guy. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, my guy. You know, I've been going through something like that, whereby I've been cheated from my girlfriend, and I've decided to quit my relationship and I get another lady. Mm. You know, uh, I push the lady... And she was hiding another child, telling me that she got only one child. Eh? Mm-hmm. And I started loving that girl and planning to even have a day with the girl. Mm-hmm. And I even introduced the girl to my family. Yeah. After all, I realized that she got two kids. Mm-hmm. My guy, I couldn't believe that it's me in that situation. Where, but, but I decided to go straight to a box bag uh, to look for counseling. Ah, well done. I, I couldn't understand. Yeah, I've done that because, I, like, I was losing everything, mm. saying it's me. What's wrong with me? What have I done wrong? Yes. For me because to be self-blame is the, is the yeah. immediate direction, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, I, I, I've got, I got the counseling from a guy that I was crying that time, thinking, what's wrong? What have I done wrong for me to deserve such situation? I've been cheated. Now someone I thought I loved. She's hiding me a child, so... You can't help but think I'm the common denominator here, you know? Thanks for the call. Thanks for the call, my guy. I like how he says that. Mzu! How's it, my brother? I am so well now, after a great recovery. Tell me more. She was... Look, my marriage was all over the place. We had interviews on radio. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was out there. But then, you know, something happened last year too. Came into my marriage. A book was commissioned to be written about our marriage. And somebody advised, me, ah, no, you know, girls, you can make more money if you remove this man. And I was removed. And I was so grateful. Mm-hmm. I cried about it too. I cried about it. I went to my mother, somebody who's always willing to listen to me. Mm-hmm. I said, and at the, at the same time, as, as all the press releases come out, I can't speak to the press. I'm not that kind of a person. I've never done it in my life before. Um, I was pulled and dragged. Each time there was an interview, you know what I mean, when mm-hmm. I had to press as I was only on an interview on RFM, just a time, you know what I mean? Mm. So it was painful seeing my kids 
and, and, and I had it in my life I've been living through a huge mistake because I've been comparing myself with my father. I wanted mm. to do best everything more than my father. And I started feeling like my father is teaching me from the grave. You know what I mean? Sure. I am becoming worse than him. I I just realized, you know what? Sometimes this is not about me. It is some other people making their own decisions that they believe are going to work for them. Mm. I am just in a firing line. I am I'm a casualty of a certain war, you know? And as they say, accept things you can't change. I accepted he was and look from June to now, I've moved on. I am living my life, I'm starting from scratch. And today when my mother sees me, she smiles and laughs and says, My boy, you look so healthy. You know that it's all I did was accept things that I can change I can't change Done. I mean, you know, you have seen it. You have seen it, Chibos. You've seen it. You've seen me with my wife. Mm. You've, you've seen it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, hey, when things turn around, it turn around. Finally, all I always say to people is, run with the pain, man. It mustn't stop you. Look at the soccer player. I shower out in no, next to 18. Three kids. Nice one, nice one. I like that analogy. Uh, you, uh, uh, Anelo will try and give us sort of a wrap up. Uh, I'm trying to, uh, you know, accommodate as many calls as possible. Anonymous, welcome. Hi, Hachibos, how are you? What happened to your younger brother? Um, my younger brother was uh, sexually abused when he was, I think, about ten. Um, and unfortunately, I only found out when he was a man, like he was 25 years old. And only then was he able to tell me what happened to him. I think more than um, uh, us saying is men should seek counseling is uh, where do they go? And, and how do I now, as a sister, deal with that? Because I have this young man in my life who I can't even help or who I, can't, I don't even know where to go for help. Right. So that's, that's what I wanted to say. Thank you so much. Um, please listen on the radio. Never thought I would say that, but there you go. Listen on the radio. <laughs> Anela, I mean, uh, let's start with Anonymous and then move to Mzu uh, as, as we try and wrap up. I think I come and wrap up. One, I, I like the the last caller and the other one who mentioned something about these hidden traumas, remember, and we tried to mm. define. So there are these invisible traumatic experiences that trace as far from early childhood or from early formative experiences. Sure. And this guy says... I am an embodiment or I enact my father's way of being, mm. which is unconsciously for whatever that he observed. Yeah. It could have been traumatic, but the brain did not register it or he understood it at the time as, as trauma. Mm. But he he went through it to say, I will discard this that I do not want. Yeah. Because it's a behavior that I've seen. It's not working. It's It's toxic. It's not helping me to navigate my relationship or how I relate with myself. Yeah. So that that's very kind of it's but it comes with a lot of insight mm. and an ability to use the insight that you have to say, I will give myself a corrective emotional experience of not being my father in this relationship. Yeah. When when something does not serve me right if a woman cheats on me, I'm not going to enact those kind of behaviors being aggressive and being mm. abusive and all of because mm. it's not helping me. In fact, I'm not helping myself. Sure. And so to seek out therapy or finding out positive ways of dealing with that is very helpful. Oh, yeah. And so for, for, the, for the sister... For uh, the rape victim, I mean, where do you go as a man? 
Um, and again, th- that is a very deep scar that you can leave to a young man who does not understand, especially if that was the first sexual encounter. Mm. Because in the mind of the child, you then begin to wonder, what about me that it feels so easy for other people to violate my body? Oh, yeah. And you must understand that rape on its own in society is a big thing. Yeah. Now, molestation to a young boy mm. who, who struggles with all of these things of vulnerability, of being taken advantage of, imagine how later that could potentially... Um, disrupt the way of how that young man relates with men, yep. the anger he has towards men, and, and there are many other variations, again, that can add effect on that. And so for for this young chap who have got, who sat with his sister to say this is the situation, that's the first acknowledgement. That oh, yeah. A therapist then would help that person to go back to those experiences, not to say how was it like to be in that position mm. that help that person to understand on how to discard that traumatic experience and, and make sense of it in a way that now this is where we're at. How do we move forward um, mm. in treating that so that you don't reenact those kind of behaviors in different ways and in different spaces? Does she go to a hospital? Does she go to a psychiatrist? Where? The first person of contact is a psychologist um, and psychologist. A, a psychologist who would again help that person to find a way of dealing with those deep-seated unresolved anger, deep-seated emotions that come with violation, that mm. comes with abuse and the psychologist would then excavate that and deal with it more and again of a long-term therapeutic um, process. Mm. But I, I like the two comments of actually those two men actually make us realize and believe and be hopeful that indeed men do struggle but at the same time there are ways in which men engage with ways of dealing with um, traumatic experiences that have shaped them to be the kind of men that they are now. Clinical psychologist Anela Siswana, where do we find you? Um, on my Instagram at um, Anela underscore Indigo and um, Anele Siswana, one at, on Twitter, and um, also on WhatsApp on 083-797-4915, 083-797-4915. God bless you. Thank you. Bye. The best tea in the city. city. Weekdays, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Kaya FM, 95.9. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.